Hello, everyone, and welcome to the MSUM Dragons podcast, where we believe that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. I'm your host, John Webby Webking. Last episode featured a great cause and personal story from Colton Cook. After the interview, I asked him if he knew anyone in Dragon Athletics who would be a great guest for our podcast today, and he immediately threw out Maddie Page of Dragon Softball. And after my conversation with her, I can absolutely know why. And it's time for you to find out. Here's my interview with Maddie Page. Maddie Page, welcome to the MSVM Dragons podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing doing good. You've got some upcoming athletic activities coming up that you're, I'm assuming, excited for. What's going on? We're so excited. We are finally getting our season started with some games. We're headed down to Missouri. We're leaving Thursday morning, so I guess right when this will air. Yeah. So what do we got to look forward to for Dragon Softball this year? We've got a lot of good upcoming people. We've had a really young class. Our team is pretty young, and they're kind of stepping into their roles, and it's going to be really exciting to see them as they progress this year. We're really excited. It's our senior year for three of us. We're really excited to be kind of leading the team as we're in our last kind of final games as Dragon Athletes. So before we go to life as a senior, let's first talk about how you ended up here. Uh, this is the More Than The Game podcast, so you know we want the games to happen and win all, the, all of them. Um, but first, let's tell us tell why you chose uh, MSUM and why you chose to play softball here. So when I first came on my visit, I was super like, you know, nervous. This is the Midwest. I've never been to the Midwest before, but coming here, like the team was so like welcoming and so warm. And Kelsey Fell was the one that recruited me mm -hmm. and she was just such like a fun person to talk to. And she was just so kind and s she had so much softball knowledge. And it was, I was easily like attracted to her just because I felt like she knew so much. And I also just like was gravitated towards her personality as well as just like the community of the Fargo-Moorhead area. Like it's so tight knit, there's so much you can do. And like Dragon Athletics as a whole, like there's such a like close bond. I was really attracted to that. And also like being a Dragon athlete, there's so much opportunity to be involved in a lot of things, as well as like be a part of the community too. And I really liked that. So our last week's interviewee, Mr. Cook yes. threw you under the bus, <laughs> partially I think because of your relationship on SAC. So you mentioned Dragon Athletics provides a lot of opportunities for you to get involved. Yes. What things have you been involved in? So um, last year I was able to be a part of the Make-A-Wish reveal mm -hmm. through the Student Athlete Advisory Committee. That was cool. I was there. It was so awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's one of the top 10 highlights of like anything I've done in my life. She was a little shy. She was so shy in the beginning. But um, once I got a couple cupcakes in oh, her, she, yeah. was, she was rare to go. <laughs> Absolutely. But that was, that was a cool thing. So you did the Make-A-Wish piece and that's all part of the Student Athlete Advisory yes. Committee. And what other things have you been a part of with that? I get to do a lot with that. I was able to attend the... Uh, Student Athlete Advisory Committee conference that was held in Aberdeen over the summer. That was super fun getting to be a part of the first Division II school like um, conference actually to ever go the strategic planning process. Mm -hmm. So that was super cool to be a part of. And then it's kind of like led into my role of being co-president this year. So it's been a lot of like, growing through Student Athlete Advisory How Committee. How did that lead to being a co-president? I mean the experience and the strategic plan really speak to you I and mean, what spoke to you about that that made you say you know, co-president sounds like the, the route for me. 
it was just getting there and seeing like that the NSIC is so strategic in the way that they go about things and that their goal is just to be so inclusive and just like have every athlete that is a part of the conference be so well representative and that like resonated so well with me like I'm all about like including everyone I'm all about equal representation and having everybody feel like they're a part of something and having them know that they have value and so that kind of just like led me into like I want to be a part of this and I want to be somebody that can lead into making sure that everybody's feeling like they're valued in, in being a part of this community. And how is that co-president role left you feeling? Has it has it fulfilled that thing you just mentioned about, you know, trying to help people be more inclusive? I mean, how has that actually held up to what you got yourself into? It actually uh, it is going into the direction of where I've wanted it to be. Um, Doug and Gloria and Coach Recamp, the three kind of liaisons for us, have been really crucial in just like getting us to grow as like leaders, as well as grow as like members of this Dragon community. It's helped me to be more inclusive and more engaging with like members of different teams that you necessarily wouldn't necessarily like cross right. paths with. And it's also helped with like growing outside of my community. I've been more um, involved with like MSPAM, which is the Paralegal Association, which is kind of my major and the route that I'm taking. And it's also helped with just growing with student athletes as well as non-athletes in that aspect. And you mentioned at the beginning the, the MSPAM, the SAC, softball, academics. How have you seen yourself kind of change and develop into now a senior leader on your team? It started, I not necessarily a very timid person. I'm kind of a people person. I'm also like- Shocked. <laughs> I'm also <laughs> just like, don't take a back seat usually. But it was kind of like growing into a role of like, your time will come kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so just like learning from the people that have come before me, like the Car Carly Williamson's, mm -hmm. the Christina Villalobos's, the Lauren Meekers. Sorry, I, I hear, every time I hear a name that the chant always goes through my head, like Carly, 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 <laughs> Carly, 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 Carly. Yeah. Sorry. I digress. <laughs> we love you, Carly. Yes, we do. But watching them, you know, kind of as they led me into this role of like, you will get your time to kind of lead the team. Mm -hmm. And so I think that like coming into my senior year, just having that experience of like watching them as I've gone through, it's kind of just like built me up and to know like the kind of leader that I want to be because they've all been really great leaders. Like I haven't had one that I haven't looked up to in my four years being here. So describe the kind of leader you are. I want to be somebody that you can come to. I want to be easily approachable. And I'm somebody that you know isn't gonna like turn their back on you. I'm very loyal. And I'm also somebody that you can easily have a conversation with. We can literally talk about anything. I will talk about the color of the sky, what your day was like, anything. So I'm glad there's a time limit on the old podcast. Yes. Um, what are you telling the, the younger players as they get ready for their first weekend of, of what's in store uh, of getting ready for a long season? It's definitely something like they're gonna come in really nervous. It's kind mm -hmm. of, it's just something that comes along with being an athlete. Sure. But just knowing, like having that confidence level, like you're here for a reason, mm -hmm. you're playing at this level for a reason. So be confident and also know that everyone on this team has your back and that we're all playing for each other. Like it's not an individual sport. Mm -hmm. And I, that's why I love softball so much. Like it's team forward. You're playing with your team. You're doing this for the people next to you. And just remember like at the end of the day, no matter what happens, there are 13 other people on this team that love you, support you, and are gonna go to battle for you every day. And I've gotten to know uh, Coach Rec Camp because we're, we're also in a Dare to Lead uh, book study group together. And she mentioned doing some of that work with the team previously. And 
you know, so what are some of the, the things that you're, that Coach Retcamp is putting in front of you to help you become the leader that you're discussing now and helping the team uh, grow that's just more than just, you know, getting hits and, and catching balls? Well, Coach Retcamp is a really good um, role model as to like what you need to be in life and the kind of leader that people should be. She's very tactical in things too. So we spend like an hour a week um, going through, we call it our Cal session. It's courage, action, and leadership. Mm -hmm. And so through that, um, our theme is kind of the arena. And there's a Brene Brown video I highly recommend on Netflix. Um, and it's about like being inside of this arena and this idea that you're going to battle with the people next to you. And it doesn't matter about like the outside people, like their perspective and that kind of thing. It's all about you focusing on leading yourself and leading the people around you in the arena. And it's really cool. She also, um, it's called a jungle tiger versus like a cage tiger. And it's about like unleashing yourself and just like no pushing yourself to failure. And so that's really helped us to work on, like it's more than just the ground balls, your extra reps, that kind of stuff. It's about like pushing yourself in every aspect of your life to fail because that's the sweet spot of where you're getting better. What are some examples of failures you've learned from? So I was coming back off of an injury last year mm -hmm. and it's kind of, it was one of those things where I was really nervous going back in because you don't necessarily know how you're gonna be full out. And so the frustration of like, having to relearn how to dive and those kinds of things that you just like don't think about mm -hmm. like playing softball for 18 years you don't necessarily think I'm gonna have to relearn how to dive and those kinds of things but sitting there in practice getting frustrated daily when I'm not performing the way I feel like I should be and having to grow from that like I think that that has helped me progress as a person completely like 12 steps beyond what I could have even imagined it's interesting how injury is the probably the number one adversity mm -hmm. that an athlete goes to but it helps you, I think, wrestle with that reality that, you know, this is over yeah. and I'm wasting time right now being hurt that mm -hmm. I want, I'm, I only have limited time to play. Um, and we all love to think that we're gonna play forever, but at this level and, and it's not just not true. Yeah. And to spend that time rehabbing is always a frustrating piece as I understand I did my fair share of injuries as well. Um, but I guess finally, what, what kind of, I asked you, what kind of leader do you want to be? How do you want your legacy here, your time here, and this, the time you've spent, not just within the team, within the department, within campus and the academic side? You know, what do you want people to say about you when your time here is done? I would like people to say that I'm a competitor, like above all, like I did come here. I came here to be a student athlete. I want them to know that I competed to my full ability, no matter what stage I was at, no matter what my body was like. And I also want them to like say that I was somebody that was compassionate, somebody that was very personable. You could always come to me for a conversation. You could always come to me if you needed anything. And I want people to say that I was courageous, that I took chances, and that I did things outside of my comfort zone. I think that'd be a good legacy to have. Thank you for joining us in the MSUM Dragons podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you again, Maddie, for your time and good luck this weekend with the start of your season. Your team is very lucky to have a leader like you guiding the group. If you'd like to watch the video interview I had with Maddie and get updates on every new episode, download the MSUM Dragons app today on Apple and Google Play. I also want to thank all of you for listening to the MSUM Dragons podcast. As always, be sure to subscribe and share if you believe what we believe, that the student-athlete experience here at MSUM is more than a game. Thanks, and of course... 
Go Dragons!